This is Saba Islamic Center. And this is how it started. Forty-three years later, we speak with Muzaffar Khan, who's been there from the start. Looking at what was happening here, I said, the only way I can save my family is to be associated with the religion. Right away, I joined and became a volunteer. Before, up to 86, all the programs were done at home, and mostly it was Urdu programs. We were not introduced to um, other people. We won the election, so we formed the board, new board. The journey of Sabah started, and the boom of Sabah started. Welcome to the Journey Towers podcast. My name is Muzaffar Ali Khan. I was born and raised in India, Hyderabad city, which is a very famous Shia city, which have a lot of Shia background. But I grew up in a very small town. We only had a very few families, Shia families there. So we were one of the families who... So then I, have did, I did my schooling up to 12th grade in a small town called Warangal. And then I moved to Bhopal city where I did my engineering, electrical engineering, and came back to Hyderabad. Couldn't find a job. Then I ended up going to Iran. Mm. I worked in Iran for uh, f- almost 14 months, and uh, most of the time it was all revolution. I, so I was there during, I saw the whole revolution of Iran, 78, 79. I was there, in, so, and then I came back back to Hyderabad, got married, and then uh, my since my wife had a, or she had already had a green card, so I was, we migrated to U.S. in 1980. So my journey started in America from 1980. When we came, I was married, and my wife was expecting my first baby. So as soon as we landed here, within a month, she had the baby. And then I started looking for a job, find a job, alhamdulillah. And so that part, so when I, when I came here, I, because of it, at the time, there was no back home where we had a good, sh- at, at least, Shia background. So I started looking at what was happening here. I said, the only way I can save my family is to be associated with the religion. Because I've seen stories and heard of stories and f- from the family and friends and, that how families got after coming to US. So I, when I saw it with my own eyes, I realized that the only way I can save my family have to be associated with the. So I and luckily when I came to US and I was with family, I was staying in with was Muhammad Bai, the famous Muhammad Bai who make chai in Sabah. <laughs> so he, I was, I was his guest. And then uh, he and, and and then he introduced me to the suburb. That so far, the Shia people in at the time in San Jose. And then I found out about the they they, they were trying to organize a center. I mean, uh, um, forming a um, Shia organization. So by the name of Sabah, Shia Association of Bay Area. So I became I joined right away. I joined the, and became a volunteer from eighty to 83, at the time, all the majalis, all the namaz, Eid namaz, everything was done in at home or in park. There was no center. So and I, so we uh, we go to a, some, the majlis was some 
in a Muharram time, they, we picked up one of the houses of a family and there, and we used that cent- house as a center to invite people. So we were about, you know, uh, 20, 30 people wow. with families, wi- wi- children, everybody, all total was about 20, 30 to 40 people. Mm-hmm. So it was easy to arrange, but then we need some help for the families to, you know, make the baruk or nazar, clean the house after. So we became volunteer. Then eight, then the people started, by 83, there were quite a bit of families. Then we decided now we now it's time to make a officially announce this organization. And then we had elections. So I became a trustee of Sabah in 1983. And that's where my journey to Sabah started. <laughs> so and then as, I, as you know, I'm still some part of, even though I don't have uh, I'm not part of his main Sabah board, but I'm still in s- a w- very active volunteer of Sabah. Nice, nice. Alhamdulillah, yeah. yeah. It's great to see that, like, it's been almost over 40 years since uh, Sabah Islamic Center was founded. You said it was... 1979. 1979, wow. Okay. It, so uh, yeah. The concept was born in 79. Nice, nice. So, yeah, backtracking a bit to, you were talking about how you grew up in... Uh, India and then you moved to Iran and you saw the whole revolution. So how was that like? Could you talk a bit about like the different the experiences you had there? Any stories you have from there? How was that like? The stories of Iran was when I went there first looking for a job in 79. It was very good. Then the revolution started. When I came back after getting my... So the process was we, we people go there, find a job. They get a, you have to get the work visa. And then we go back. Uh, and then we come back on job visa. So when I came back on job visa, in '78, the revolution started. So the company who hired me, it was an Italian company, and they said, oh, we are closing the office because of revolution. So they gave me a release that I can work anywhere. So I started looking for a job. I end up in Kermansha, state of Kermansha, in a ta- small town called Bisatun. Bisatun Karam. So, and then I was working there for almost a year. And then finally, I ha- because of the revolution started and ended and Imam Khomeini was, uh, was in Iran and then at the time, was very, uh, everything was uncertain. And my visa was also expiring because I had a one year visa for work visa, then I have to go and renew it again. Because, because different companies has to, because my company has, was almost the company who issued my visa was gone, mm-hmm. so I have to go back to India. So I went back to India. So, but the thing I, over there, I really enjoyed it. The at the time was the uh, the people unity and the, they were all in the streets and all the every everywhere you go, you listen to uh, his religious songs or you got or what you call and the nasheed and. Or war, or uh, so it was nice. Everywhere it was good. Uh, after uh, all the all the movie theaters were closed. Mm. <laughs> I see. I see. So so after the Shah fell, right? Yeah, after the Shah fell. After the Shah yeah. fell, um, the Imam uh, Imam Khomeini, right, came into power. Oh. And were you there during I, that time? Yes. yes how so? Yeah. How were the people? We like? were. We were. Yeah. We. I, I was in uh, Kermansha, small town, very close to Kermansha, So I was away from all the activities, but I only mm-hmm. thing you see, the only time I, I if I have to go to Tehran, oh, I yeah. see a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. So Kerma, the main city was Kermansha. So was my job site was uh, remote. I was not really involved in uh, to see what's happening. But the the TV was 
was good. And then the re- in the remote area, villages, and they were very happy. They were always mm. everything was good. Good. Mm. That's cool. They're talking high about what Imam Khomeini and all. Actually, Imam Khomeini was introduced to me when I was in college. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, uh, at the time, a lot of Iranian students used to come to get educated in India. So there were a lot of Iranian students in my campus, college campus, when I was doing my engineering. And uh, I had to meet a per- one of the guy who was very active at the time. This is, I'm talking about uh, early, mm, uh, 76 before way four or five four years before a revolution this was I'm talking about 75 74 75 era 76 uh, that time so he he was very active at the, even at that time uh, and I happened to sh- discuss with him the about one of the Maharajas Maharajas f- uh, who I was doing in Takhlid and he came and said, no 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 you should not follow this Maharaja and he introduced me to uh, uh, Imam Khomeini at the time Interesting. I said, okay, that's fine. I mean, I what I did I, at that time, and he will be a good leader. And, and I said, at that time, we had no history of Iran and what's happening there. And only thing we know that we have merger, we have to follow the Rasala. So, okay. So, I, uh, what happened was then he gave me a photo of Imam Khomeini. So, I kept it in my bag. So, when, when, I, after, when I came back from Iran, I found... <laughs> <laughs> Find Imam Khomeini's photo in my in my stuff when we were <laughs> so so Imam he, he, I, I knew Imam Khomeini but never have yeah yeah, yeah so. that's, <laughs> that's cool. really cool, cool yeah I'm sure there's a lot of like interesting things there t- but um, how is it like moving to the U S then how it, I'm sure there must have been a lot of struggles and stuff was it mm, like no I think my uh, since I was an engineering student and I uh, gra- engineering graduate. And, uh, and, and being U.S. Uh, US being a country of virtue, I mean, resources and job, and uh, so it, when I came, I didn't have an issue of getting a job or doing anything. And then uh, Im- immigration was easy also because my wife had a green card, so after marriage she sponsored for me. And at the time it took only one about a year to get la- waiting was very short. Mm-hmm. It's not even took didn't took about Ill, twelve months. It was all done in ten months. So we got a visa, so there was not a real uh, struggle to come to U.S. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. So when you were in the U.S., uh, what was your first? What was your first job? I, I was started as, engi- as a designer, engineering designer. The first job because I didn't have any experience, American experience, or a, or a degree here, mm-hmm. or a school. I didn't go to any schooling except for uh, later on I did some, uh, what I can say, certificate uh, certificate courses and. S- to and keep up with the technology and stuff like that, but I didn't go to school here. So th- uh, then later on, of course, um, I had have to do my what they, my PE, which is professional engineering certification, which is a, like a um, that uh, that um, is the requirement. It's attached, is the license engineer that we call license engineer that we have to pass that uh, license engineer. That's a little tough. So later on, in the I I did that. That, so I, I'm a licensed electrical engineer where I can sign any document to for the city 
to, for example, when this Sabha was rebuilding, we did the design, we did the drawings, and so I put it, my signed the drawings so the city can give us permit to operate. Yeah, that's really cool. So going a bit forward to, you know, you talked about how you were one of the original founders of Sabha, you were a volunteer who was like helping out a lot, and then you mentioned how there was the first elections and then you were elected. So could you elaborate a bit more on how that was? How were the programs like, you know, now we have programs with over thousands of people for over four languages sometimes, two different programs. Yeah, so yeah. how is it like back then? Okay, yeah, good. The Before up to uh, 86, all the programs were done at home, and mostly it was Urdu programs. We were not introduced to um, other people, um, other cultures. So all the programs up to 86, before we bought the center, we were having it in Urdu. We, we, what we used to do, um, it was a mix back men and women and a small house sitting, but and then they, the ladies do little their own program, men's they did their own program little, and then we had the majlis and sometimes we used to invite speakers if, if possible. It's most of the time it's there, even during those days, bringing a speaker was very costly. So we used to record, we used to tape, you know, used to get the tapes from India, video tapes, audio tapes. And then we used to, and the people used to do, do the Messiah themselves, use the tape for a, for the lecture, and then we have to do our own our more matam. So this was happening till we bought this center. When we bought the center in, in 1986, it's like I said, it was a three-bedroom house. Then, uh, luckily, we were able to find some Iranian brothers, you know, because of uh, slowly members started growing up, different people, you know, people come working, some Iranian brothers working in, um, different uh, companies and uh, school uh, colleges schools and s they sub slowly the people like uh, there were students from Pakistan India who were coming to stuff San Jose State stuff for example and they they were interacted with Iranian brothers Arab brothers so we started they started coming and start then we started first time the dua uh, and, and, I mean dua kumil so at Thursday we used to have dua kumil in the center uh, and then these Iranian brothers used to come and then uh, we started, we have some, and slowly, slowly we saw, we saw some Arab brothers coming in. Um, so we then, then one of the brother, one of the student was from Kuwait. Uh, we gave him a nickname, uh, Ali Kuwaiti. His name is Ali. So I, we told, I don't remember, forgot his last name. So he was a student and he was, he, and then he started leading the prayers and stuff like that. He was a very pious and very re religious student. So he has started helping us to do, so he used to do namaz for a Thursday namaz, wherever then we have, and then and then after that, um, we, we were introduced to another people more from Berkeley and stuff, so slowly, slowly by eight, eight, 89, so we had quite a bit of people, and then we had to have mixed programs. We have to have English, that Thursday program was in English, and then some Muharram, we have Urdu, and some sometimes we have English. Uh, fa no fa so we have because when uh, we have few Arab brothers coming in at a time from both we were Lebanese with the, at the time Iraqi brothers did not there was no Iraqi brothers except for one or two uh, brothers I know from <laughs> who's still here but Rad uh, he, he used to come he was the only Iraqi brother I knew during 80s and there were some other Lebanese brother we had a brother from uh, um, especially from Bahrain so and um, and he, when um, Brother Ali left after his education, he went back to he went back to Kuwait. So Brother Fari, Rawahi, um, um, the other brothers took over. Then they used to do the programs. 
So, so at and, this point, at this point, you're still in the three bedroom house, right? Yes. And then what happened? And uh, slowly we grew, we grew, uh, we got more. So in uh, and then 79, 1970, sorry, uh, 89, we said, now we have enough children. So we officially opened our Sunday school. And also in during 89 election, we the first woman trustee was elected. Mm. So we were always open. The, in, seven, in 79, we had the concept of you know, this mixed gathering. So we had a woman trustee. We had an Iranian trustee in a board. So the, there were people, seven, the board was seven people. So we were at mixed people of women, non-Urdu speaking and Urdu. So we had a mix of so that was the 79 election that actually f focused our center as a non-Urdu or what shall I say, multi-culture. Okay. At that time we have uh, people, majority for Iran, and there were few Arab, Arab families. And of course the major majority were for India, Pakistan. The, yeah. So then then the 70, then uh, 19, so, uh, 91, we were looking for a place. We ended up buying a church, which was on White Road, San Jose. It was only 2,500 square feet. Like a, it was a not, but it was, so we moved in there, and then, um, and then we, uh, during, from there, we were there up to 2001 or something. We, we actually were there up to 2005. During a time, and then 1992, we very we invited an alim, is by name of Sayyid Mudassar Shah. See the re and the reason for, and I was the one who was in, who invited him because I, I at the time I was doing all the programming, and then I was very active, so between the ulama's. So 79, we he invited him. He came and joined us. And the reason one of them, the reason for inviting him was he he was English speaking. You know, I mean, he was a Pakistani, Urdu speaking, and he speak English, so he could deliver English language. So we had, that way we had two programs at that time during the time. So we said, oh, because we have a population, we're a mixed culture, so we, so we were focusing on English. So that was the reason we had, we invited him to be our alim. So because he was a very good English speaker in English, he was, so when then, uh, and then we have a little un, unhappiness happen, or what shall I say, some you know, power struggle happened in 1995. Mm -hmm. So at the time we said, okay, so we step back, means I step back. And then um, I step back with my, uh, and uh, my colleagues who were with, we, uh, my t we, we were like a team. So uh, and like we at the time, I was in board. My brother Murtaza Razvi was in the board. Aga, Ahmed Aga was in the board, and then we had uh, brother Ahmed. Uh, uh, what? Uh, we call him. So we can call him. He was in the board, and there was Muhammad Hassan, brother Hassan. I forget his name. Iranian brother. So we were at the time we had five people in the board, and so we all resigned and said, okay, Aga, you take over. We want to because there was a little bit, he was not happy with the board. And they don't, he doesn't want to be, he to be governed by the board. He want to he run his, center his way. I said, okay, please, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. And uh, at, that at that time, since our school was formed in, 19, our school, Sunday school was formed, 
and the first principal like i say as the first lady to receive she was the principal of the school she she was from england so she had a very good material from england from the khoja centers of schools oh, nice. and all the curriculum all the books to a teachers book she started all that implementing the uh, what madrasa from in england here and then we had a very good school and 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 that the time if you remember my brother uh, sad mahani is he joined the, as a teacher and then he still is a teacher so he's the oldest teacher sub sunday school teacher in sabha right now that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> so it's and then the school was going good and when uh, and the the um, other family member the p- t- teachers who were school they were all when more when we stepped down most of the teachers also stepped down of the school because they didn't want to be they didn't see the way we, the school was running was uh, sayed mudassar had some issue so anyway that's a st- bad part of the sabat side that we had to be stepped down and they and then what happened was in center center went down There, there was no programs there were no schools were problem no attendance went down the school so at the time we had about about 100 families not 100 not families but 120 membership mm-hmm. so membership was gone up so so people they started questioning what well, what happened why is the center is not why is the center sunday school that's why the programs are not happening mm-hmm. and they they came back and said hey, let's form a committee let's form a new group so we form a new board no new uh, group of people who want who want to take care of center so we had another election in 1999 mm-hmm. uh, 98 so somewhere in 99 we had an election and then uh, we had a uh, this group of people and there was molana um, mudassha his own supporters were there so there was we election and the, the party which we i was associated or the group of people i was i should not say party the momina who were associated with me yeah. uh, we won the election so we formed the board new board mm-hmm. and in that board the people uh, the the people the, there were two trustees who have passed history but then in uh, there were other people who were new in the board and then they were at the time of 95 they were supporting say uh, molana uh, mudassar they were supporting so they when they joined the board they when they saw, find other problems in the you know accounting and all kind of different work, they said no we can we cannot live with this so we had another way in the in 99 we have like another like every year there should be election every year or every two years so in 99 when we had a general body meeting and this proposal was put forward that whether we want to keep uh, sayed mudassar shah as a rizalim or let him go so the we voted by 63% membership voted for 63% that we want mudassar ali to leave sabha so he he was let go and then he went to form his own center with name of azahanizara which was in milpitas so and then what happened was when we were without like a alims uh, and we were uh, and um, and during this time we started using the same uh, some of the arab brothers uh, who were very knowledgeable so we might have a name of brother um 
so he they they were supporting us basically to doing the namaz english programs and of course during moharam we were inviting speaker from so so we were we were running the program very good but we wanted to have a alim so we tried to bring multiple alims we uh, invited them to come but unfortunately um, who who are wants to come here was indirectly told not to come oh. mm. so but allah knows best so during the struggle again um, i was very in the front line so i was calling all people different ulamas different people from so i had a very good relation with maulana bakri so i called him maulana bakri from canada and then he told me don't worry call this number he gave me maulana uh, maulana abedi's number maulana abedi was in canada in japan at the time i talked to him and said maulana this is the problem and he said okay uh, no issues i can come but uh, problem is i can't i don't speak english i can speak in urdu excellent farsi farsi excellent i can speak arabic but i don't speak english at all i said no problem please we we want we are desperate to have somebody mm-hmm. so we applied for his visa as to f- actually we wanted him to come in um, ramadan so we do a ramadan program unfortunately he could not could his we could not so his we applied two months before ramadan so ramadan came all this came and finally in zilaja mola abedi called me and said muzaffar i got visa mm-hmm. and that time he, the visa was he got a visa for three three years and then visa, we were f- astonished because we the, we applied his visa during after 9/11 <laughs> so we was oh my god he got visa for 3 years and that uh, that was also r1 visa which is a religious one visa which they give it to priest huh. so and the reason was uh, it got delayed because they want to verify he was he had a, his phd was genuine mm-hmm. so after the PhD, that was verified so he finally so he came and then and then these the journey of sabha started and the boom of sabha started so first 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 for, for he came join in 20 21 late 21 22 early 22 so and then we were the, the sabha was started growing then what happened as soon as monana abidi with his pr with his uh, farsi fluence all the arabic uh, not uh, an arabic uh, and uh, so uh, the all the p mostly iranians got attracted because of his language and then arabic we was going speaking a good arabic so most arahi brothers started knowing him better so they started coming so forth so the sabha center which was so was not sufficient so what he used to do to we student this you see those uh, construction trailers mm-hmm. you yeah. see the construction trailers right that we student those during moharam time mm-hmm. so we used to because the center was not enough so we used to make so we have three trailers matlab one big trailer combined of two we made it for ladies in the parking lot we had a trailer for uh, english program and a trailer for children program so the there was no parking at all so we used to park on the street and then these are big trailers you know these are 8 by 40 feet 8 feet by 40 feet so we can so ladies so that we used to do that and then we survived there for till we bought this building in 2005 that's, that's awesome and wow. do, uh, during and during that time uh i there were students in stanford so what happened was then from when i left 
this is my personal journey away away from little away from debate yeah. little i want debate little from sabha since i i was at okay i was not fully involved in from 95 i was 94 and like 90 there was election in 94 i was the uh, i was not qualified they said no you you cannot run because molana uh, said doesn't want you to be so i said okay i'll take i'll take back seat so i i started my own program work by call i i i s j islamic institute of san jose mm. so it was uh, basically a home run program at the time there was no web the only thing was a, a, a email system mm. yes, and i had a email juno i i s j at juno.com so i used to use that you know and form my own company the little organization uh, i started the bookstore at that time because i saw the need say i was uh, always because uh, like i said i uh, my children were growing up i couldn't find any islamic book in english so i was always behind getting to do this so finally uh, actually my bookstore was born before that but you know officially bookstore bookstore i started doing that was in during 90 i started I, I, from 95 or 96 mm. 96 i should say 90 because i like Uh, for six months, I was out of country. I came back in and then '95, and then '95. Later '95, I started bookstore. I started my this organization, and then I used to send emails and I used to make my own calendar mm-hmm. and send them to people because most of people in the US didn't have any source of calendar. No, didn't know. I used to get a call. Chand hua kya? I mean, there's some lady, old lady from Pakistan, used to call me and say, and I asked her, "Who are you?" She she used to say, "I'm Dadi of Asad." and she used to call every month and uh, used to confirm me with me chand hua kya i mean the moon was sighted mm-hmm. because she used to do namaz for on the cha- day of chand uh, moon sighting that special prayers right mm-hmm. and so she was always worried so she so so i said oh, this about so i started a uh, calendar system where i said okay on this day based on the, you know all they i used to get uh, the calendar from india pakistan the old india the gentry and then i used to Uh, also what happened during time during um uh, some some iranian brother uh, already established namaz prayer times but that prayer times were like uh, very vague they were, like they used to give only period for every one week time mm-hmm. one so we have to adjust them <laughs> every week yeah, yeah. <laughs> because so we i had that booklet i had other uh, materials so i started making a calendar for month every month and i suppose them and i say okay this day of this month you have to do this amal from i used to look at mafati and i had this books mafati and above all these books because um, books or that helped me so i started this calendar and then and i start, also i started a program uh, ask a question to alim so i used to get questions and then i used to call that's why i had a good relationship with most of the alims because i used to call them aga this is a question from one of my mm. membership and um, it's like molana bakhri from canada molana mohammad um, razvi from canada and uh, more than um, so there were few uh, one or two ulama in chicago new york so i used to call them or sometimes to call them iran i also used to call my cousin molana uh, even uh, abbas he was to, at the time your student so i used to call them and ask them questions and i, I needed an answer mm. so i used to call the people used to ask me questions 
So, so I, if I knew based on, because I had the Risalas of all the Ulama, all the Marajas at that time, I had the Risala of Khomeini, I had, I had the Risala of Sistani, Gulpaikani, all <laughs> major Marajas, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had all the Risalas. So, so I, I used to look and some of, I was able, if I was not able to answer look based on the Marajas um, fatwas, then I used to call Ulama and get the answer and I used to reply them. And so that's part of my journey. And during that time also, that's very important. But I started getting pre, uh, uh, letters and emails from G prison. From prison? Prison. So actually, I am one of the founding member of a prison program in the U.S. Mm. I used to get a program uh, from uh, not only local, but also from uh, East Coast. One of a good example I still remember is I got a letter from one of the inmates from New York, Rochester jail prison saying that I'm a Shia convert but uh, this in this uh, in the uh, in this prison and the all are Sunni and they are Wahhabi mm -hmm. and they don't allow me are not allowing me to uh, do my namaz my way therefore they, so and they're not allowing me to use so but they, I I so long in uh, I so don't exactly don't remember so what I started when I got that call so I started asking questions and so he he said uh, and then uh, finally I was guided to the main sh imam of prison. You know, they have, Im Im they are, uh, they have imam system in prison. Or uh, um, So uh, he was the imam of uh, nation of Islam. He used to follow the, the main, the, uh, what shall I say, chaplain. He was a Muslim chaplain. That's a, he was head of the Muslim chaplain. Of whole New York State, mm -hmm. so I was finally introduced to him. So I talked to him. I wrote a letter to him saying, and he called back and said, "We have taken care of that so successfully. There was they had made a room, so there was a, he could do so slowly. There by the time there were more Shias in the jail in the same prison. So, uh, so and then uh, during 2000, Maulana Jafri, uh, he is also known as Hasni. He, he, Malana Jafri is one of the founding members of uh, Sabah. Mm. You know, he, he, he mostly about a couple of years back, he passed away. Mm. So he he went to, he at a very late stage after he quit IBM and he went to uh, home to study at the age of 55 or he was almost close to 60 when he went to home. <laughs> so he, and then uh, unfortunately there were, he was, had to come back uh, in five years. So he did only didn't do I don't know what, how much time he, he was. He spent there about almost five years. When he came back, I said okay. And he he won. As I since I know him from eighties, and a good friend of mine, a good friend because he we were working to the and the initial stages we were working together as a trustees and forming. And so I started okay. I said he said I need some work. So I said why don't you take care of and. So of doing replying, I, by the time I was getting tons of letters, and I didn't have time because I was for. Uh, then by the time 1999, 20s when we sent we no more Sabah was completely. left Sabah, and we were on our own. And then I I was uh, very busy supporting Sabah, and then I have to write all these letters with with my bookstore. And then uh, on, at the, by the time, I used to get letters from foreign countries, mm -hmm. said we need books. Mm -hmm. So and one good example is from, I got a letter from Malish, Malaysia, right. 
saying send me books i'm a shia convert but in school malaysia is a shia religion's band we cannot we cannot send books so she said she my i work for her attorney he he is a hindu so can you send my books to him mm. so i send the books she all the books to him to malaysia uh, at his office address so he she could get it so i was be getting busy so when i saw i could opportunity to get use molana and he this molana khamarasni uh, was very educated he was he is very educated person and he was on a top management in ibm before he left into home so he so i said okay why don't you take care of this i think answer so he started and then i provided him a, i was able to get a car for him fun of my i started announcing so so anybody can donate a car so we got a car so started with so we got a car for him and we i got a computer for him everything so he started writing and this so he established the prison program and then he used to visit uh, till most recently he used to visit all over the he he used to drive all the way from washington from here to washington state or to near nevada or arizona and visit all the prisons mm. and then at during time i was was able to support uh, his all his activities because of a bookstore so my books was making money mm-hmm. because at that time there was no web no what so a lot of people were buying books because that they need some books so like so uh, i was able to support him then when molana abedi came and uh, i thought ah uh, we need some help from sabha i cannot support i mean it's getting too big yeah. it's been become because now is not if his local uh, presence is being interested <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then molana approved it so he, then that became that was taken over sabha's uh, prison program alhamdulillah now the sabha prison program is now joined with second chance and then is now now is a us base mm. so that journey so i then molana abedi came and then the by, by the time lay at the 20th web started yeah so and then uh, peop, the, I, the, i didn't see a need to continue my organ because i now everything can be on the web everything can be accessed from the web and the centers became more active centers got more things sabha became very active there and sabha started making calendar sabha putting the emails programs and also i said i don't see a need and the and the people can now ask on the web all the questions yeah. so i backed up and then because i was more getting more involved in sabha because of uh, now so uh, that's i and the, uh, that i put an end to my organization and f- gave my full time to sabha mm. <laughs> and i just so and then so there's the boy and and you so now see it and during a time we i used to also travel to stanford when your dad mm-hmm. joined so we we used to adopt the we have couple of students we are quite a bit of students there but out of that we at least we used to get 5 10 students about 10 students from stanford to russia they were somewhere from somewhere local some were uh, foreign students from different countries shia so i used to go there and do a little program for them so that if most of them right now we have i know whether you know dr sharyar hedri 
he he was a he was one of the student i was introduced that's he was the one i based on his i was introduced to him and i started meeting him and then you know his brother cousin umid joined and your dad joined and then brother, there was another student ali dr ali and then slowly slowly we became then uh, they bought a uh, sharia bought a car uh, so we they used to come to sabha regularly and we used to call shia mobile <laughs> 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 uh, and that's how i introduced to your dad and and then and then i went uh, and uh, also yeah uh, molan salim i mean he became a principal of sabha because i thought well, you need somebody need to have a principal so we I, we introduced him then he took sabha and then in uh, one of one time i told your dad uh, you need to go to home to study i just i was just give because i told you have go, you, go, you have good you can have good lecture you have good background of islamic studies you have you went to uh, uh, learn uh, arabic to syria so you are a good candidate at that time there was a program in iran for students from us or U- europe a two years program so that at least they can give a little bit of mm, like this program so that they can go back and um especially uh, there were a lot of black and um, um, shia americans who were avoid they want to learn to they this program was started for them mm-hmm. so i said why don't you go and so that's what why i always feel happy that i was mm-hmm. able to <laughs> so i i feel three more i i i feel proud that i that i see one on salim i Yeah. and then i, I the and this now sabab uh, flourishing to this end and i feel proud that i i was uh, happy that allah gave me the opportunity to invite molana abidi <laughs> because if i uh, if i were not called if took the step to uh, we, we don't know what we could have sabab could be like now yeah. and then the prism program that's spreading with now so many so that's my journey and now i'm still i call uh, you know there's a in back home there's a saying there's a there's a post in the government minister without portfolio mm-hmm. means as mini- he's a minister they make because of political parties you know they have to have so they make them minister they make you minister but yeah. then you don't nothing you are a yeah. you're pr <laughs> yeah so i'm like that <laughs> oh no 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 brother. You I think so that was what you just said is mashallah it's very accomplished. You have you have a quite a big portfolio mashallah. So <laughs> you should be very proud of what you've established. But uh you know in the back of my head I've been thinking, right? So it's just to backtrack a little bit. So Maulana Abidi comes, right? For me, I moved here about like 5 years ago. So I was like in like the the boom of Sava like as kind of towards the peak. Well not towards the peak, but growing. Sabah was growing from when I joined till now there was a lot of growth. So maybe could you talk a little bit about when Maulana Abdi arrived how his mindset because I know he has a really forward thinking mindset and he's really the, has a the, lot of this this is the yeah. best part of Sabah. Mm-hmm. The membership is always because we have very, very educated membership we were always looking for good for forward thinking mm-hmm. even uh, during when we invited Mother Aga Mother sir the reason we invited him was because of his his speech speeches his very good speeches he was a very good orator plus he is a good uh, english orator and he he was a forward thinking person so 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 he 
looking at his because we before we invite him as our resident alim he was coming here and giving his speeches mm. so he was ignite giving good speeches so people were getting getting very uh, um, happy with him and with his uh, um, so that's why we were, sabha was always on the front end of uh, tech, um, uh, forward thinking and that gave molan abedi a boost also because when he came when he started the program we all every everybody backed him 100% there were no resistant for him to do in so that that's a peak so we and plus molana abedi is a person where he always want uh, even though with the criticism he takes the criticism positive mm-hmm, that's true and then he always wants to somebody to f- talk uh, to support him then not to fully agree with him so we always have argument this and that for blah 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 especially when we buying this building we had many thoughts uh the bank is being at the time our membership was split we were very low membership because of split membership split and became azakhana zara and then uh, this one so i was saying uh, plus all the expenses was there and when you're buying this building and how can we can support so there was always but we always said ya kanabudi ya kanastain so we believe so allah and when i always thought that abedi coming to this center is a blessing allah has gave us because the we were we were always we think that what we did in uh, in 95 we were right we did not do anything by because of any personal grudges that we moved, uh, 99 i'm sorry 99 in even 95 i said they were, i said we we quietly left the stage we didn't want to argue we didn't want we didn't want us about to destroy at the time the, the because uh, the people who with my team basically uh, who were with me the group we we said we slept quietly without uh, doing any struggle because you know they did not want to fight back mm-hmm. so and then 99 we when we had to let him go and uh, we 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 were always we people cursed us people were standing i said you are standing, i'm uh, uh, when you curse i say amen i said amen to the curse and said if all if we are on wrong rank path i told that if we do some we are doing something with which uh, because of our personal grudges or personal feelings or anything allah you you when you cursing me i say amen and that was and i said allah knows best we are done what we have we thought best for the community and and then i said if allah yeah, i told allah i prayed i said if you think that we have done something wrong then close the center mm-hmm. if we have not done something wrong make the center the best center and alhamdulillah i think my prayers were answered when malana abidi came in so the, i think malana abidi is result of my dua when i asked the uh, to the that if to give us if we are right make the center the best mm-hmm. or close it down mm-hmm. body language and uh, in one example molana say mudas share he used to come he used to wait at the front of door he didn't even open the door till we come uh, volunteers come and open the door then he comes inside even though he had a, he had a key for the center mm. 
he didn't he think he he it was against his power that to open the center molana abadi when people came he when he one day we saw saw molana the vacuuming vacuuming the um, hall and people said what what who is this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so when you see when he's working and alim working hand in hand with membership membership will follow mm. we don't see and there's a but the, he he broke the barrier between alim and mukhalid Mm. So you know, children used to run around. My my son Mustafa, he used to put hand around his ne- hand and like I, they used to play with uh, Monan Abedi. Uh, this um, what they call? You know, I don't know what they call in Iran. Forget the name they call. Uh, we call in India kabaddi. Mm-hmm. You know the to 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 game that. The zoo 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 zoo. Yeah, they used to keep play in the main hall. Yeah. yeah. So um, so. Th- that's one one reason so people people started helping i mean supporting the center mm. that's awesome uh-huh. so i just had a question regarding um a little bit again backtracking about your bookstore so we know that in subba right now we currently have the kissa kissa foundation right and we make a lot of books and you used to have a bookstore so did you potentially have any role in establishing that or could you talk a little mm, bit about I that i didn't play a role in that but i'm part of the so i'm part of the kissa board mm-hmm. i'm a secretary of kissa board but to establish i did not play a role but i supported kissa books because that my inner feeling was about the books books and and spreading uh, the books mm-hmm. so i used to say, even where i used to get books I, even before that i used to publish my own little booklets like i suppose from sending to because in sending to prisons we had limitations we cannot send a um, bonded book oh yeah we cannot send there were some restrictions yeah. so i used to take materials from different magazines mm-hmm. print it out and make my own little booklet mm-hmm. and that used to be like a namaz booklet i still have a namaz booklet that i pr- took it from different mag- not mine but i used it i used the magazines and they were from there there were article on i used to take article and put them in and then send mail it to prisons mm. so books books book was my bookstore or book, and the publication was always beyond my mind that propagate islam how to send and get the knowledge to the children and stuff like that so i was when the kissa was formed so i became part of the kissa mm. um, and then even my bookstore is there at one time there is i still have kissa books in my bookstore so big because kissa books are more towards kids and so now and my books are more towards general islamic philosophy aqam and so so it's now is mixture of uh, nice yeah so nice. so my, when some build this building were bought at the um, the people still people re- remember i used to sell books out of my uh, trunk mm-hmm. i used to my as a as a car i used to open the trunk and i used to put a table and i started because there was no room in the center when the yeah. majalis so uh, that's how i used to spread put tables i, I get the tables i put the tables uh, in the parking lot and, and, and display my books mm-hmm. so when we came over here malana abedi gave me a room mm-hmm. so it this in even though it's a sabab they call it sabab books but literally it's um, was it the room by the door by the lobby yeah yeah oh, it's sabab books but it's still so and uh, i 
forget. I mean, even even though it's, I don't, it's it's my books, but it's now it's about bookstore. So any books, um, for even if going for converts, a lot of converts used to come. I used to give them package of books, and, and I distribute a lot of Quran. At one and now Sunday school, I used to supply books for Sunday school before Kisa was Kisa publication. It's so big. So Sunday school, I used to supply. They need Quran. They need other books, so I used to buy through my bookstore. I used to buy them and supply at no cost to Sawa because um, it's, uh, it's after all. And uh, and I also support the prison program to Sawa. And then also I was supporting other charity charitable program to sub to this bookstore. For example, there was some some students in India, Pakistan. They need money for education, so I used to send them. Money. And or somebody want to get married, so I used to do all all the uh, in, income from book was all charitable. That's really cool. Yeah. So, was there any life advice you were given as a kid or at a younger age that you want to share today with the audience? The best one is I always tell my family, you have to get involved, and that's why you see, I have my son who Mustafa did four years of. Uh, um, he was a uh, OMC member, a volunteer for four years. My nephew Hassan Mirza, yeah. he is still he's there. My other nephew Ali Jan. He's a, he's a B, now BOT chair. And then uh, one thing I forgot to mention about also is I, they, at the time in Sabah, there was no any uh, burial program. Mm -hmm. I, uh, so I started that also taking leader because there were nobody, was, there was a dead in the, and then we caught a call that we have, one Iranian brother died. And um, we got a call and that we need, and we need help to bury this person. And, Nobody, I mean, everybody, who, who's going to go? So I said, no problem, I will take a care. So we, uh, that was the first time. And I, that was in, uh, I really forgot what a time it was, what year it was. So we started, so I, I, what did I said, okay, let's, I, I mm, ask people, come, let's, we have, I have to encourage people, give them strength to come. They were so scared yeah. <laughs> to look at the dead body. So far. And we, um, f from Risala, since I had the Risala, I had this uh, book, How to Make Kafan, and then How to uh, Go Soul Side. So we started reviewing, I called Molana to go over um, how in cases, uh, case by case, sometimes I have to call Molana to ask, hey, we have this burial, the body from who is drawn, and how, what do, and sometimes we have blood shots. About, uh, so we had different scenarios, so I have to call different. So we started burial, uh, started giving ghusl. So so I started, my first ghusl, I think it was eight, somewhere in 88, 89, or some, so so right now, actually, the uh, burial system, uh, all the also volunteers, uh, there we have we now a big team. So uh, we have, uh, and then uh, also at the time when the women, uh, we had a big issue with the women. Mm. And the men, we could, I could find volunteers. Women was very hard to find volunteers. And at that time, I we, <coughs> I told my 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 daughters were teenagers. I told you need to go there. So I sent my daughters, both daughters. They used to do, and my my one of my daughter also Samana Khan. He was trustee for four years. So my children are a part of Sabah board <laughs> because I said no. You have to be. You have to be involved. Once you get involved, you they saw that because my push, and they said that they, now they said that they see the result of now this. 
they had they are, they are very good strong women mashallah that's really and cool and there's not a, and the whole other family members are also yeah that's awesome that's really yeah. good so uh question where do you see yourself in 5 years from now i retired retired I, i'm all <laughs> <laughs> i'll be there. i'll be i'll be here i feel so strong when i come my eyes to sabah at much stronger much healthier what why when i am in sabah so i'll be here mm. but uh, but i won't no uh, not active like i'm doing what i'm doing here i'm still i, I do a lot of background work mm-hmm. people don't know and bless molana abedi he has so faith in me that i manage this like uh, especially that fitra mm. when he and i he i all the money fitra i i, I collected i make yes. them and then i distribute based on his his him gives me a list we have to send blah 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 this places mm. and i make sure i all the money or fitra money is distributed in time and to the places yes and then I, and uh, so that part of uh, fitra and uh, homes all this uh, still i'm involved in that portion even though i'm not a pie <laughs> any mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that's all because of you know the faith in people i'm i think i've proud i'm blessed i'm very blessed to fa- have people have faith in me so that they don't want don't want to question when i open the cash boxes mm-hmm. and yeah. collect the cash and then make a list of all my money and then so and uh, i, I I should I should I feel proud that I I am like Amin of Sabah. Mm-hmm. You know not only Sabah money people other of certain brothers they have kept their amanat with me. They have lot of I have lot of wills. People gave their wills to me. I am the will man uh, their will and the will keeper and then I'm some trustees for some of the will they put my name as so that's a blessing Allah has provided me. Well, that's really great. Yeah. One last thing would be if there's one key takeaway that someone were to take, one of the listeners would take from this episode, what would you say it would be? Is be involved with religion. Mm-hmm. Uh make your children involved. In when I was uh, also I was Sunday school teacher for a long time. And in 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 the Sunday school teachers, I used to teach the uh, I used to teach fiqh and ikhlaq and in my school uh, for the so called 12th graders <laughs> and that and, uh, and during time i i had 16 uh, 18 girls in my class and three boys so and i, I taught them the same class different from yeah. from 9 10 11 12 yeah. because they were all coming up right mm-hmm. like some like school right now here is our rice academy i was, I was now the fire so i the, and finally they went with, some of them when they co- left the college if for example sister nazira is my student yes. mm-hmm. i taught her four years mm-hmm. my and then so 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 they and they and there are a lot of people students i mean young kids who i used to cater them and stuff, they now they come back and thanks me say yes. i used to run behind them <laughs> <laughs> and send and they they became a good moment i mean uh, there was this whole group my of my son friends and mustafa they were very naughty mm-hmm. uh, so and they and i used to make sure that they and they now they appreciate what i used to do and help them to teach them and 
So when Molana Abidi say came, he said, "You you cannot be jack of all." <laughs> 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 so he said, "No more school. You, you, you are not teaching anymore. <laughs> you are not doing this work anymore. You, you take care of only this part." So, mm. Alhamdulillah, but Maulana Abidi came. Lot of enthusiasm was built in. Then lot of energy came in. So lot of people came forward to help. Because so yeah, I and I, I, before before there, uh, we were only two or three people who were running the center, mm-hmm. basically. Mm. Even though we had a board. where the only active people were two or three people mm. so yeah. yeah mashallah brother so so uh, my advice to anybody is uh, especially be be attached to a center that that keep you and i also tell them hey don't uh, for example a lot of people ch- i tell them i have to advise my students and say see you you, you you cannot become an american whether you change your name you have to change your dress you will still be a and whenever you go wherever you go you still be a muslim so why don't you save your name save your identity you even though look like so many i know so many iranian family they lost their identity they they are they but when uh, when it comes to the uh, when you talk to them you know that you he's he's iranian whatever doesn't matter he changed his name yeah and the family got changed They, they, for example, Iran married married an American lady, and their children are born. Uh, still, you will uh, when eventually when her identity still goes back to dad. So, mm. so you will never you will never become an American, or you can you will be be the same person. What you are, so why then? I say we said keep your identity. You won't. So I always advise them: don't change your name, keep your identity, mm. be proud Muslim. we pro- introduce you to muslim very good example of when i was in working uh, we used to have meeting so my boss used to come and say and because i used to do meeting with, there was a break in uh, we, we used to get, we get a break at 3 o'clock yes in, in winter time it was not a problem because zohar was at 12 and but winter uh, summer time i could not do zohar in my lunch time mm-hmm. so i have to so i used to do at 3 o'clock So one time he came and said, Ali, he they used to call me Ali Khan. Ali, I have I have set up a meeting at three f- o'clock. I know you do go for prayers. Why did you do early? Yeah. So so wherever I went, I made my place. I made I made sure I have my religious boundaries, and I told them advance. They I have to I'll take off and f- I regardless day and night like Ashura and Eid. Also I make sure I told them uh, uh, my children Ashura and Eid. you have to take off mm. you have to tell your children so i used to do when uh, when back home when i'm back not back home, when here when we came here at the time when shias were minimum but the sunnis were always there so they had the, the mosque so we used to do namaz and then go join sunni uh, masjid for celebration mm-hmm. so they so the children sh- uh, they should know what eid is yeah. or ashura is yeah. so i always and hey, regardless you no school today it no school no job and we still follow the same pattern so regardless of what it is at is a rain or shine those are days off